welcome even with, with my English, so it's good, it's good. Actually, I'm still learning uh, English culture. It's one, one year we are here, and you have this um, art of small talk. <laughs> it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to understand where you should stop. <laughs> and it, it's not about the time, because sometimes it's three minutes, sometimes it can be six and a half. <laughs> but all English people naturally know the right moment to say, oh, it was lovely to meet you, let's go. <laughs> I'm still learning, and I'm always making mistakes. Because when people ask a question, you think I should reply, but actually, no. No, so it's, I love it, but I'm getting it a little bit, step by step. Now I can, I, I can stop talking and just say, it was nice, to, I think it's more talk art. But, <laughs> but for some people, they say, it's, it's not, actually, it's not polite. So I'm still, mystery, mystery, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd love to finish uh, the story uh, about the sewing. Um, when we are sowing with the tears, we'll reap with the joy. So when, when the war started and before, one year before we, after, after, after getting that prophetic word, that God is giving us grace to touch India, we started to pray, talk, and we made some plans. So our, our guys got a visa uh, to India. And uh, when war started, actually all money you know, when voice economies uh, just collapse, and uh, we had 150 dollars US for, for starting mission, and I still remember we established refu refugee camp, and with the guy who was responsible for raising up money for the mission, we've been sitting around uh, round table with a, two cups of tea, just uh, talking. I said, do you have faith for, for the mission? He looked at me, he said, Andre, it's wrong question. Do you have faith? You, your leader of a team, so, oh, actually, I thought he's responsible, so. <laughs> uh, so, I've, I said, you know, I feel that faith, it will be too loud, word. But I still feel that God wants us to do it. And in that moment, just Holy Spirit came. We felt that God is doing, he's not stopping because our circumstances change, has changed. So we made a call and we said, guys, we are going to send a couple to India. And our dream was to plant one church during the years and after years equip people and send. Um, for, for the next, actually from 2014 till, till this war starts, we've been investing um, sometimes from 80 to nearly 100% of all our money into India. I know most of my friends said it's wrong budgeting, and I agree. <laughs> and not because we invested too much, but we just invested everything we had. Uh, because, because of economy, we had not too much, but we, we just felt God wants us. So we've been sending teams, we're supporting our guys who uh, uh, live there. And after 18 months, nothing happened. They, they lost everything because 
Uh, it's a funny story I'm not going to tell. Uh, when you have, don't know local language and using really dependent on the interpreter, you can be in funny situations. So we went through this. In the end, after 18 months, we had nothing. The last person left and they said, okay, 18 months, a lot of money, energy for nothing. No, no, it was sowing with the tears. Why, why the tears is really important? Because when you're sowing uh, out of, uh, if you have a lot and sowing a little bit, no tears, it's fine. It's offering. It's, it's not sowing, it's offering. But when God asks us to give everything, actually what you can use for you, for yourself, for your families, for your ministry, for your projects, tears coming. So we felt God was encouraging us to give everything. And actually the psalm, we, we've been quoted uh, earlier, um, harvest time is the richest moment for all farmers, especially now. No, no, uh, now, now it's supermarkets everywhere, so we are not dependent on harvest. We are having the same amount of food during the year. But in that time, after harvest, you can have three meals a day. A bit later, two meals. Spring, one meal, and sometimes not every day. And uh, one, one African uh, commentary, he was uh, writing about this, uh, this psalm, and he said, I've seen it so many times in poor village, just before the sowing season, spring, uh, all kids are hungry, they're, they're looking for food, and parents can't provide enough meals, and suddenly boy coming with big joy, he said, I found food. And he found hidden seeds for sowing in a, somewhere. He said, oh, we have food now. And parents have to say, no, we can't eat it. It's seed to sow. If, if we won't sow, we won't reap. And at that moment, father will sow seeds. He knows he can, they can eat it and people, the kids can be happy, but he's sown with tears. So quite often God is asking us to sow what, something we really need. And we are, we are given with the just trust in God. This is kingdom of God. Yeah. Kingdom of God is actually when God is, because whole, we know, we are learning this from parables, uh, that whole earth, this is his field. With our church mentality, we are, we are very passionate about our towns, our cities, our regions. We are praying, we are just pressing, we are inviting move of God. It's great, I think it's great. I really do the same. But there is a bigger picture. Whole earth, this is his field. It's not devils, we know. But sometimes we operate differently. And uh, from parables, Jesus taught us that he has plans for whole earth. Yeah. And one of parables, par parables, Jesus taught that son of man, he is taking seeds and putting and just sowing on, on, on his land. And, and every seed has to come to his place. Actually, that parable became prophetic for us when war started. We've been praying because, you know, I was working hard on building up church. I'm a builder, building team, developing ministries, social, 
everything, everything, and, and just enjoying. And when, when after war started, all, most of people, especially tw uh, 22, uh, uh, two years ago, east and southeast, uh, our main focus was Mariupol. I, I spent just six years working hard there, developing churches and, and work around, and then suddenly it just destroyed. And my feeling was, again, it's ruined and we'll start from zero. But God spoke to us that, no, you didn't lost everything. No, I just took seats because seats is people of righteousness. And I'm sowing in my land. And everything will stop in, in, in a moment when everyone will be in the right place. And then, because from, from the history, the biggest kingdom extension coming out from persecution or war, when, when a lot of people moving around, the biggest. Because all our missional uh, schools, projects, trainings, not enough motivation. We need a bit extra. I, I'm very positive about all our trainings, but budgeting, how questions. When, uh, when, when persecution comes in, all these questions just we are not caring. We are just would love to find a place to survive and our family to be protected. So I can say different dynamic. And many people I know they will never move. Now they're planting churches in different places. They will. They great people. They've been leading churches and they never because established business ministry. All life routine, I know, rich in nations, sounds great, but we are very busy. We are passionate about our own nation, our own place. And, and then suddenly, wind of God, strong wind, just taking and bringing. Uh, our friends now planting church in Germany, little, little place, uh, big family with their uh, people from a church. They're working so hard. You can imagine they're learning German. And uh, local people love them. And uh, now they started talking about, uh, they've got offered to buy a building in a, in a, it's like one and a half year after losing everything. I think, God, how possible? They never had an idea. We, before the war, we, we, we had that God, uh, God gave us promise that many will find themselves in the places, cities, towns, nations they never heard about. And now it's happening. They're learning language, trying to, to, to engage the culture. Uh, and, and it's happening. They, they are putting, uh, they're uh, settling, they're rooted now. It takes years, but then they're growing and the harvest will come. So it's, it's from, 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 uh, from teaching, from Jesus' parables, when he was presenting the kingdom of God. So... 18, uh, it's coming back. I need to finish this story. Uh, 18 months, nothing. We, and then, and then, one, uh, one young girl came, or her parents brought to uh, our friends, and they said, we don't like Christians, but we need your help. We tried everything. We brought our daughter to all temples all around our area. 
because she, she has something inside, actually it was demons, and no one could help her. She looked like absolutely not normal. Uh, quite dramatic and scary picture. So this, they said, yeah, we believe that Jesus can, can heal her. And they started to, to pray, and after three months, totally healed, totally free. And, and now, she, when, when we have uh, Bible schools, she's translating from English to Hindi, learning Russian, learning Ukrainian, bright girl. And she is uh, mm, operational manager? So she's learning, and actually she's going to lead our registered organization there. You can imagine how bright. And from that moment, it was a breakthrough. We've been sowing with the tears, and then suddenly, one by one, people just started to receive Jesus. And uh, from 2015 till 20 maybe 22, 20, okay, till now I can say, we have planted about 40 house churches in different places, all led by local people, no one led by, by Ukrainians. We really felt this is strategy. We need to train, we need to equip and release. So when we are sowing with the tears, the time will come to reap. From this story, uh, uh, from this story, what we are learning, Jesus said about that Samaritan uh, town, Sikhar, uh, that s you are reaping something you have been not sowing. It's important. Uh, not everything we are sowing will reap. This is kingdom. It's really different from all our church projects. When we are investing and we are actually going to have something, I'm not trying to make uh, competition. We need both because church is a tool for building up kingdom of God. So tooling in God's hand. It's, it's, but we need to have two pictures. We are focusing on a church, but also our eyes need to be lifted up or open to see bigger picture. And we need to use two languages, building languages, but also sewing languages. We really enjoy when we are reaping something we, which not we work uh, for, but also God is going to use us to sow and we won't reap. Maybe the next generation, because we are so focused on, on reaching, achieving something, but sometimes some projects, some, some God's initiation will take more than one generation. So sometimes we are just investing into something and without understanding this is process in kingdom of God, quite often we'll be frustrated. So to sow with the joy, we can only if we get revelation of kingdom. To sow is joy. Jesus said it's better to give than receive. This is his heart. And when, when, when people are living, I, 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 don't, I don't say live in church, live in Christ. No, they're moving to another places. From church perspective, we, we are, uh, people live in us, so it's not positive. From kingdom perspective, we need to think. It's different perspective. And also how we teach people. 
if we teach only with a church mentality, it will be all about us. Everything has to work for us, for our benefit, for building up, developing. If we teach about kingdom, we are equipping people, whatever they are, they are people of kingdom. They are moving to another place, going to study for business, career, doesn't matter, promotion, sent to another nation for with business reason, they are people of kingdom. So, and we can't say it in last Sunday meeting. We can't say before praying, oh, rem oh please, yeah, remember your people. Of no, no, if we haven't put it, this foundation, it won't be there. So we need to teach church about the kingdom of God. Church, kingdom, church, kingdom, all the time. And yeah, so for us, it was strong, serious lesson. And I'm going actually to move uh, move forward we have second second notes moving forward yes actually it's it's title but before with uh, that place uh, I think we have feeling that when harvest is ready it's obvious but from, from that story, Jesus in Samaria, it seems like not always. Without explaining to disciples, I think they, they will leave that place without any idea what's going on. So season of harvest not always means revival. Everyone is looking for God, is open. It can be... Uh, I will tell just one or two stories. It's important. One of my friend, North Caucasus, Russia, he was really focused on developing house churches, uh, disciple uh, multiplying movement, this, this idea. He was so keen to train people, multiply, nothing happened. He was really, the, the more he uh, worked, the less happened. <laughs> and then one day, he, he met gypsy people, Roma people. Not his favorite, you know, like Samaritans for him. He didn't want to share the gospel, so he preferred to walk around. But somehow just got organized. He was in, one, in the same place, and, and he said, okay, I'll share the gospel. <laughs> to make this story short, it's in the next three years, they have baptized thousand gypsies. Wow. Because they've been ready. And in many places, little places, I think more than 35 house churches has been planted now. Whole big families became just accepted Jesus, healings, incredible stories. And he said, it's so easy to miss season of harvest. And when he started to share, they've been praying about planting, multiplying house churches with no success. Suddenly, one meeting with the gypsy people, and he said, oh, yeah, we feel that field is ready for harvest. Not our, our people we want to reach, because we have our, yeah? Uh, sorry, I don't know these English words, but we know what kind of people we would love to reach if sometimes... People, uh, God has different idea. Mm -hmm. 
And so if, we, if, if our eyes is not open, we can miss. We need someone to tell us, you know, this is horrible. Another one story, our friends from western part of uh, Ukraine, they have sent big team, good, full energy, faith to plant a church. They've been working hard for a year. They hardly established one group. Then, uh, in, in the most depressive moment, they said, okay, let's visit another place. Just crossing the road, let's try to do something there. So they came, and, and they found just one road separated two places, two towns. Absolutely different spiritual atmosphere. And they, start, they planted a church there, a new church, and here they're still planting one group. Seasons. It's different. It can be individual, it can be town, it can be nation, it can be subculture, it can be ethnic. Ethnos. So we, we, we need to know, it's, it's critically important. I know we are, we are working hard, but we can't, we don't have control, uh, uh, we can't control seasons. We can't change. We can use it. So it, it, it means we need understanding from God, and it leads us to another point. Our culture, our how we create, how we develop, how we plan our eldership meetings, our leadership meetings, how we are organizing our prayer meetings. So if God knows better, he definitely does, it means our prayer has to change from telling God what he needs to do for us to successfully make our plans, just ask question, what are we going to do? Not time to time. Actually, with the praying about something and seeking God's face, there is a big difference. You know, it's, it's, it's simple. I know it's very basic. But to put into reality, it's very challenging because we are living under the pressure, time pressure, expectation, a program. To, to say, guys, we are going to seek God's face it sounds great, but quite often, nothing happening. We said, okay, this evening we are going to see God's face. Okay, we spent two hours, and what? <laughs> and nothing happened. And then again, we are going to seek, and we expect that God will speak to us, because we have, we are, we're counting our time, two hours, and then we are sitting in a team and saying, okay, was it effective? Was it productive? No, we need to change strategy. So we are changing strategy, but it's about our understanding of God. Actually, we will never have a tool to control God, and he, he is not going to speak to us when we allowed him. God, this is prayer meeting. You have 45 minutes to speak to us. <laughs> we really expect, if not, we'll finish. If, and if it won't work properly for us, we are not going to repeat. One day, uh, we had such a challenging situation. I was praying, just seeking God, uh, walking in the forest, coming back. And I think, why nothing happening? I hear nothing. Just day by day, and, and we need word from God. And one day I was coming back and thinking, it's, it's, it's again nothing. I said, oh, maybe I need to fast. Oh, yeah, it's a good idea. Three days, five days. You know, it's, 
And I just felt Holy Spirit said, it's not about how sensitive you are. It's about, am I telling you or not? If I'm not telling you, you can't hear. I hope you won't hear. So it's about culture, not about projects seeking God. It's about culture. Sometimes we, 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 without expectation, we just started worship. And Holy Spirit come and, and He speaks to us. Oh, it's, it's so powerful. Sometimes we are worshiping and nothing happens. No, no. A lot of things happening because we are practicing our commitment, our love, our worship. Our, we are enjoying His presence. It's not about information. It's about Him. Yeah. And he, he has rights to speak or not to speak. It's, it's fine. It, actually, it's his church. It's his church. He's leading us. And, you know, we are very focused on running. But running, it's not the only one option. We can stay as well. Amen? Really? I think we're afraid if we have no ideas, we'll create. But to say that, guys, it's time to slow down, it's scary because whole life is very dynamic. But sometimes we need to slow down. Slow down, it's fine. It can be from God. Oh. <laughs> because God is making dynamic for our ministry, for our life. And he knows the next season. Sometimes we need to slow down and do something different, be ready for the next season to run. If we are running unnecessary, we will have no energy, no hope when we will need to run, when we really need to run. We can make easy ourselves easily. I'm expert in making easy, me and the people around me. It's easy, a lot of ideas. But I don't think we, we have a call for busy life. I know, it's, it, it's... So often pictures, someone is walking on the street on a phone and loudly talking, and uh, yeah, I know it's not polite to listen, but too loud, actually. And conversation, funny conversation. Oh no, I'm so busy right now. He's doing nothing actually. And it seems like the next few hours, nothing. Or someone is asking help or messaging us, asking answer or advice, I don't know, something. Or asking for meeting. Okay. Next Friday. Why next Friday? Why not today? Because... There is a tendency to pretend that we are busy. If we are busy, it means we are needed. It means we are very effective. Our church schedule sometimes is too, too packed with the... We are planning for two years. I love to plan, but we need to create a space for Holy Spirit initiatives. For example, God has given us a chance to meet people. We... Yes, yeah, sometimes God is God speaking in advance, but sometimes He's doing it spontaneously. And, and what we can do, ignore or be obedient. If we are too full with our schedule, we have no chance to react what the Holy Spirit is, is initiating. 
So I'm learning to book uh, time in my schedule just for spontaneous opportunities from God. Yeah, there are some events in two years' time, but I'm trying to not to overbook. Otherwise, when you know that God is giving you opportunity, you, you just don't have time. And I think it's culture of our church. We need to create a space and time for Holy Spirit to initiate and for us to be able to say yes. Not, not, and, and it's fine to have free days. It's fine. We are not lazy. We are hard-working people. But we need just to give chance for Holy Spirit to lead us. And I really frustrated with my planning so many times. When I know we have learned in a very dramatic situation when sometimes what I was praying about in the morning few hours, few hours ago, after lunch, I'm just thankful God that he didn't answer. Because situation has changed. And after living in such a circumstances, I think, what's the point to tell God wants what I want? Maybe it's better to hear what He wants and then base my prayer life on His promises or what He's sharing in His heart. So I can't say we are not asking. I still believe there is a biblical foundation, ask and receive, pray for each other. But strategically, with a team, to spend time just like Acts 13, seeking God, worshiping, enjoying His presence, and sometimes who knows what will come, up, come out of these meetings. Uh, December last year, we, uh, we had a meeting with our team in, in Krakow, Poland. We've been talking about our uh, work in, in, in Ukraine, a lot of work, food distribution, uh, we've been still doing some evacuation, um, a lot of work. But then we said, okay, guys, let's, let's spend time what God has for us. And suddenly we, we felt that God started to talk about planting new churches. Because in our mind, when war will finish, we'll put all energy into planting churches. Then. But we felt God is saying, no, no, don't wait. Do what you do now. I'm giving you resources, care for the nation, care for refugees. But now it's time to start planting churches. And uh, we started together church planters last February, a year ago, uh, less than a year. And we started to plant 10 new churches in Ukraine and uh, Germany, Poland, um, new church plant in Italy, just early stage, so different stage. But that prophetic word, that feeling was a catalyst for us to start. Because without that prophetic word, we won't look for opportunities. And suddenly, we, we've seen, okay, there is one group there with a very experienced guys. They're there. So it was important to hear from God. And we started to do it. Uh, two weeks ago, I was in Berlin. We felt that God is leading us to plant church there. Um, I'm honest. I don't know how. Uh, strategy, I love this word. But so often, 
our strategy is to make steps. And quite often on a way. Not all ideas working, but we are trying, we are meeting, asking questions, seeking God, learning, trying again. Not everything is working. But then you see God, if God is leading. Also, it's a question of finances. I love the idea to have budget for three years. It's dream idea. It's, I love this. But not often it works. And yeah, when you're operating, it, it depends on, on, on context. We've met some other guys who are planting church at Berlin. They said, oh, what is your budget? I said, let's not discuss this subject. <laughs> because in honesty, if we start only what we have budget for, probably now we'll start nothing. Because everything goes to care for the nation. Buying food, distributing, helping, visiting people. But we feel God wants us, and we just trust that God, if God is leading, he'll release all needed resources. It, it means people, it means ideas, it means opportunities, everything. But sometimes steps, step by step, and sometimes in last moment. It's fine. Yes, it's stressful. Last moment, I don't like last moment. I don't know why God sometimes releasing in last moment. I don't know. I know when your eye, how you call it? Yes, Re on regular basis. So I'm trusting God, but my eye doesn't. I don't know how it works. <laughs> so I really believe to, to, to develop a culture of seeking God and be dependent on God, this is critically important. And, and for us, this is strategy. I, I'm very honest. We see opportunities because 11 million people left Ukraine. It's, it's unique. It's, it's great. I know that most of people will, will come back, but many will stay. So we are just visiting people where they are, spending time there, seeking God, praying, talking. And, and just uh, our, our aim is to see, is it opportunity from God? to plant a church, or we need to help our people to join local churches, because not everywhere we need to plant. In some places, we have great experience. Our people join, make local church stronger. It's good for them. It's good for, 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 for kingdom of God. Done. We are not only planting churches, but in some places, we need to plant. And, uh, but it's, it's, it's research. Not, you know, so some trips you spend time and coming back and guys saying, oh, yeah, and what? No, we are not going to plant. But it's result. It's good. If God is not leading, I don't want to plant a church if God is not leading. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's not even to start a business. It's much more complicated. With, without God's hand, I don't want to plant any church. I prefer to drink coffee and water strawberry <laughs> rather than to plant church with, without God. I have headache enough. I don't, we are not in competition. We are not. We are not, uh, we are not going to, uh, to 
measure our numbers and, and who, who is better. No, everything we do, we do for, for God's glory. It means we are hearing, listening to Him, and we are obedient. It's it. And also in the most stressful moments, hardest moments, if God is leading, we have foundation to stay on. God, you have sent us. You gave us that vision. So we just expect that you send people, you organize meetings, you release resources, you give ideas. Because it's your, it's, it's your mission, it's not our mission. The more I, I'm involved in apostolic mission, the more I'm enjoying the fact that this is God's mission. We are not trying to ask God, please help us. Our strength is not enough. No, God is your. It's yours. From beginning till the end. Everything from you, by you, for you. I'm just, I'm just here for, for a while. You involve me, you invite me. I'm here, I'm just tool in your hand. So everything from you. If not from you, I don't want. I will say, guys, sorry, I was wrong. I think it's, it was our idea, not his. It's better to stop if not, it's not from you. And I'm not afraid now to ask signs and wonders from God before we'll start. I don't want it to do after years. I prefer in the beginning. And you know how often God would love to show his, uh, to show his favor. He will organize such a dramatic stories just to build up our faith. Because we need it since the beginning. Planting church, it's very challenging. So we need strong foundation, confirmation. Few more words. Partnering with the prophetic and apostolic people. Uh, we, need, we need prophetic understanding what's going on around us. And To pray long, not enough. We need gifts. We can't replace gift by knowledge. <laughs> Thank you. It works, you know. It works. Um, if, if I have notes about apostolic ministry and will teach I can't replace the gift of uh, prophets. God gave prophets to explain what God is initiating around, around us in a bigger scale. Yeah, it can be sometimes God is uh, using just prophetic people, but mostly prophets are explaining what is in God's heart, what, is, what God is initiating, so we need to be connected not all church has a prophet, prophets, but we need prof influence from prophets. Uh, also, apostolic gift, apostles involving local churches into mission. Because apostles has a sphere from God. It can be geography sometimes, but sense of call and a need for people to be involved. So it's a bigger picture we need. We, need, we don't need just hierarchy, we don't need just uh, management style of apostolic and, and, and prophetic. No, no, we need gifts. Yeah. All churches have to hear 
voice of prophets and apostles. It helps to be involved in something bigger. And it's really healthy for our churches. Sometimes we are in winter season. It's hard to reap during the winter, you know, even in UK. It's green, but you... No. Different seasons. And if we are only in our local church context, it's so simple to get depression. God is on a move all the time, but not in the same place. I really believe through whole history, God's Spirit never stopped moving. Sometimes church didn't pay attention because it's not in our geography, not in our, not, not answer for our prayers, but God is on the move. So I believe that our privilege is to know where, where God is on the move and be engaged, be really committed to do something. I believe for UK churches, there is a call to Europe. You're so rich. So many good people, great people, so good equipped. I don't think any other nation has a, such a strong church as UK. I'm traveling a lot. God bless you so richly. And I really believe there is a call to be involved in what God is doing and going to do in Europe. I really believe there is a season coming to take what God gave you and so generously. People. Be ready to send people because the call from God will grow. Young people, not young people, will, will come and say, I really feel God is leading. I don't know how to start, but the call will grow. And it will be a sign that God is calling. I also believe that God is going to connect, to provide more and more connection. Because in, in many nations, the church is quite weak. They need help. They need to receive teams of teachers, experienced pastors, just equip. Because when, when God is moving, when the Holy Spirit is moving and the local national church is weak, the danger is to miss the harvest. So we need to be careful and listen carefully what God is initiating, where we need to be involved. I really believe there is a call to UK churches. It's time to lift up or open eyes to a broader scale, bigger picture what God is doing. Another one picture from, uh, about kingdom of God. Kingdom of God is a net. Not fish and roll. Net. Try, sometimes we're trying to, to catch, and it's, it's okay. But it's not picture of kingdom of God. The net, actually, it's not the little net one person can, can catch with. No, when Jesus used that word, it's big one, it can be 200 meters long and 5 meters deep. No one can, can, can catch with this such a big. It has to be team, actually many boats, many people involved. This is kingdom of God. What God is going to do, I, I, for last years I'm living with a picture that Europe covered with a net, big net for big catch. Two weeks ago I was praying in Latvia, Riga, and I saw different vision. The net is on a, 
like like beach, so stony beach, and someone is uh, fixing that because it was uh, some uh, some pieces of that broken. Because you know, it doesn't matter how many fishes we catch; it matters how much we can, how many we can take. And if net is broken, we we'll lose it. It's another picture. No one church, no one leader, no one family of churches, no one denomination could catch by itself. We need to work together. We need to connect. We need to make this net. And I'm living with another picture, and it's it's very challenging subject for us now. We are talking next week. We are going with our team um, to plant churches differently than we did it before. There is a, actually, it's in notes, I'm sorry, I know time goes, so I need to finish. It's last thing. Uh, God gave to the church gift of pioneers. Uh, it's people with a special combination of, of gifts. Usually it's gifts of faith. Uh, then, um, how you call it? Um, to see the move of spirit. Yes, yeah, they give, but it's not about demonic, it's much more about Holy Spirit, where God is on a move. And this, it's, it's one of the most difficult people to work with, pioneers. I, I have privilege, I'm learning to work with pioneers. They all the time have ideas. If you have pioneers in your local church, the biggest headache from pioneers, because they are not happy all the time with what's going on. Oh, we had such a lovely prayer meeting. Yeah, but where is evangelism? But we are talking about the prayer meeting. No, my heart is with lost. Okay. Any Bible school doesn't matter. They have, uh, they're not happy until everyone is helping them to do what God wants them to do. This is nature. They're very focused. They, they can't, uh, with pioneers, I have privilege to work with this, such a people. I love them, but it's challenging. If pioneer on your team meeting, when you're talking about their project or involvement, they're full of excitement. Yes, amen, they're full of energy. Just change a subject for two minutes, they're sleeping. No interest. It's, sometimes it's like no ability to think uh, Bigger picture, but the biggest breakthrough in our ministry we are having because of pioneers. We need to learn how to recognize these people. We need to learn how to train. We need to learn how to work with them, how them to be part of our team, how to protect, how to serve, because they have a lot of challenges. Uh, I found our breakthrough in India with pioneers. Our biggest breakthrough in Europe, in Ukraine, with pioneers. But we need to care for them. We need to be full of patience and, and love and protect and, and learn from them. Sometimes I disagree. I, I, I just, I said, how possible to do 
such a way. But as a teacher, I disagree. But as, as a teacher, I can't do as they do. We need both. We need, we need to learn how to work with pioneers. So I really feel for our church plantings in future, okay, it's pastor can, can, can develop a church if he has 20 people. Then he'll fly. Pioneer can come to the empty place and gather that 20 people. I don't know how. In desert place, they will find 20 people. I don't know how. <laughs> but usually, from 20, they will, they will destroy everything. <laughs> <laughs> so what we, are, what we are learning to do now? <laughs> to care for pioneers, love them, work as a team, but they're breaking through into new places, but not leading. To work as a big team, to send teachers, evangelists with the teams, to establish where they're breaking through. An apostolic team is responsible for the raising up, shaping the eldership team, leadership team. So it's working together. This, this is what we're discussing now for Europe. To plant, in, to initiate new church plants in many places, it, it doesn't mean the same team of pioneers will start and will finish. No, they will break through, but we need a lot of people to send. So it's different level, early stage. Next week we'll pray. We agree that we'll do this way. We'll learn how to work as a bigger team with different gifts. You can imagine the tension can be. But we feel God wants to accelerate and multiply by teaching us how to combine gifts. So I would love to finish, and, and then it will be prayer time. I really feel that we are entering a new season, and I'm including UK as a Europe. I know Brexit <laughs> disagree. But it's, someone said to me, Andre, I include UK as a part of Europe. And he said it's a spiritual question. Because a lot, there are a lot of promises, prophetic words about Europe. Are you including? And I said, yeah, I think so. Together. Together. And, and uh, yeah, I'm praying about this because... Big, big, big net for big catch. Big net for big catch. A lot of new churches will be planted. Thousands of people. I'm not, I'm not worried about the most atheistic nations because when God revealed himself, it just less than one second, unbeliever will become believer. The most materialistic, atheistic person will become believer because when God is revealing himself, when God is healing, when, oh, Lord, we need it. Amen. Let's pray. Let's pray together. Okay, yeah, I will pray and then you'll lead, yeah.
You're so kind. You're so faithful. You're leading us. And you have plan. Not everything you're sharing with us, but you're leading. It's enough. I'm just asking about ability to see you and follow you. Step by step. Holy Spirit. Just lead us. We are so thankful about a lot of prophetic words you have sent to us already, which raising up our expectations to see you move here in this nation, to see you move in the whole Europe. We are just expecting Holy Spirit, and we don't want just wait. We, we, we want to make uh, preparation. We, we would love to pre prepare our churches, but also we would love to be part of uh, preparing net for big catch. I'm asking for new connection. I'm asking for friendship between churches. I'm asking friendship between leaders, fierce movements, uh, strong friendship, strong partnership for your glory to do something outside of our work. Go into reality of your kingdom for your glory. Speak to us. I'm so thankful for this time talking about planting new churches. I'm so thankful for so many young and not young people who are totally committed to, to you. I'm so thankful for those who are 50 already and probably fixed position, but it's time to say, no, I, I, I'm ready for the new beginnings. I really believe this is for many. I just, it's resonating with my heart. For many, you're not reached yet. New beginnings, new initiations will come. You'll, you'll feel from spirit. And probably for some who are leading churches, well established, you'll feel that God is leading to start something new. And a bit differently because you have learned. You, you still have energy. You, oh, you have faith. And, and uh, you have team of people to start something new. Fresh start. Yes. 